Thanks for joining us in the Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette, where we discuss the empty nest and beyond. Hi, this is Christy. And this is Chuck. This is the Robinette's Nest. Back from hiatus. Another hiatus. Another hiatus. It's a lot of hiatus. I told you that we would be off. Yeah. You didn't believe me. I guess. I ended up having to have sinus surgery. Yeah. And that was a whole load of fun. Whole boatload. Not as bad as the time before. Right, many moons ago. But I still cannot hear well out of my right ear. And when I do hear, like... You just did a high-pitched noise earlier. Yeah. It hurts my ears. Oh. And everything is oversensitive. So have you ever had ear tubes? Nope. Me either. This Till is all now. new. This is new. So I, can, I think I can hear better, but I hear overly sensitive, but I don't feel like I'm hearing out of the right ear. It's muffled. Well, someday they'll fall out, but who knows when. I'm hoping that they'll fall out soon. The one. The one right. is working, but the right one just hurts. That's weird. It's not right. So, yeah. So, I had that. I so, did. it took me a couple of weeks to recover, but I'm I'm doing okay. It's been like four weeks now. I guess. Three, four weeks. Three, four yeah. weeks. And then I was diagnosed with a very rare disease called Common Variable Immune Deficiency syndrome disease mm. and even though common is in it it apparently is very it's rare not, not very common <laughs> it's it's more common than the other one which apparently is like the boy in the bubble <laughs> so i have to have infusions boy in the bubble and of like globulins is that what it's called i don't know your infusions like yeah the stuff they pump into yeah yeah it's like igg globulins so that i don't get sick all the time right and it's really sad because you go to the infusion room and you get your i get zometa which strengthens your bones because i have to take a form of chemo every day a mild form but still chemo and it kind of breaks down your bones and makes them more brittle so i get zometa but now it's only once every three months but it's a an iv that strengthens supposedly strengthens the bones so i don't have that issue but it's really sad because i'm sitting there you know getting these infusions i have to i have to do it once a month yes they wanted me to do it once a week but thankfully we're just doing it once a month right now right and um, you know, everyone's sick with cancer. Yeah, she goes to the same place that I've been going to for years because I used to have to get infusions. I think it was almost weekly. It's yeah. been so long now, but I used to have to go there then and, and get those done. So they obviously know me. They know us on a first-name basis. I'm a fan favorite there, so. <laughs> but it's so, like, it's, I it's, feel almost guilty because they're like, what are you in for? Right. I don't have cancer. Right. This could kill me because if I got pneumonia, it could kill me. Right. But it's not like I have cancer. Yeah, and it's weird. Even with me going in there, now we're talking, what, two, three years after the fact. I mean, I still have to have things done. I'm, I'm still on regiments. But I feel bad, too, because you've got these people coming in there and, you know, they're they don't have hair. Sick. They're sick. A lot of them are a lot older than me. There are some people that are younger. and 
you know, I wanted to be able to jump up and say, hey, yeah, this can work. You know, you can be okay. Look at me. But, you know, you don't want to do that either. But in every cancer is different, Everybody's too. different. And there's so many different forms. There have always been people that have been there for, you know, one, two, three, four hours. And they watch TV or they Mine take naps. Mine was four hours. Yeah. Mine was four hours. I've never had it that long, but... I tried to sleep, but then my IV went buzzing. Yeah. And I watched TV. I did watch TV. And I read a book. Like, I was... Because you're locked in yeah, place. you can't really you go anywhere. You can't go anywhere. And so... And you can't come in with me because everyone is immune deficient. Right. Myself included. You, so I'm not supposed included. to be there either. So it's... It's pretty depressing. Yeah, it's not much fun. I'm feeling very was. grateful for right. what, you know, my situation is. Yeah, me too. For you and for me. Yeah. Right. It, because they originally were testing me for multiple myeloma or right. leukemia. And it's like, oh gosh, we can't have two people in the family doing this. We can't. No. And I'm like, you are so strong and tough and you went through stem cell and here I am going, I don't know if I could do it. You can do it. So, and this is actually an option with my disease yeah. is stem cell, but I wouldn't get chemo. I right, would just get right. stem cell. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully this Yeah, they'll works. take tests. They'll do whatever and see how well this is uh, helping you, yeah, I guess. Every and month. Hopefully it's, it's doing its job. Yep. So we'll see. So that was the other thing that we were kind of, I was so worried. It took about a week to tell me whether I had just CVID, leukemia, or myeloma. Right. So I was on pins and needles. Yeah, you were. For, I wasn't thinking negatively, mm-hmm. but my blood tests look just like yours. Right. When you were diagnosed. So it was just weird. We, I'm like, how identical can we be? Like, this is so yeah, weird. Yeah, that was pretty odd. Everything that I was going through or everything that was... Kind of like wonky in my blood is wonky. Was wonky in my blood. It's very odd. It was very weird. So yeah, so that's that's where we've been the last month. Yeah. Is getting old. <laughs> getting party way out. We're getting old by the day. But true. So, so lots have happened. So rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah, that's they, right. They've got the new people into that. And Tina Turner in. died. Yeah, she's gone. Did you ever see her in concert? I did see her once. And I, you know what? I, and I've got to look this stuff up. I can't remember. I saw Joe Louis Arena in downtown Detroit. But I can't remember if she opened for Lionel Richie or she opened for Elton John. I want to say it was Elton John. And it was during right when her comeback with uh, What's Love Got to Do With well, that It. That would have been either guys. one of them would have been a great concert. Right. I, I think it was Elton John, though. And it was a good show because obviously Ellen was phenomenal. And that was, we're talking, I don't know, mid-80s. It had to have been the mid-80s. I'd say 40 years ago. Yeah. But it was very good. And she was very good. You know, I used to really kind of like her. I haven't listened to her in years. And one of my least favorite songs of all time was Proud Mary. So obviously they're playing the hell out of it on the radio now because, you know, of her passing, unfortunately. But yeah, I, I, very talented. She was good. From what I remember. Yeah. And it's a shame, you know, she's gone, but they're all going. I mean, it's crazy. You know, the older we get, the more people are eventually going to. They are. Going to yeah. be all leaving us. Well, where did we go today? The cemeteries. Went to the cemetery. It's Memorial Day. We visited our relatives. Yeah. Cleaned up the grave sites. Yeah. It's, it's, it really is bad. It's, it's not much fun. 
it's beautiful here in Michigan. It's in the almost 90. It's almost 90. It was 88 at the summit, the last cemetery. And we did a bunch of yard work. Yeah, planting more flowers, getting things together, putting down mulch, the whole nine yards. We have zero vacation plans this year. Yeah, you're right. We don't. Zero. We don't have anything. Which I guess isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's... It's nice to have something to look forward to, I guess. Yeah. Because we went to Florida in January. Went to Mississippi a couple of months ago. We do have um, we do have one little bitty trip. And we've got a bunch of concerts that we're going to. Yeah, When's our next Maroon? It's Matchbox 20. Matchbox 20. And like I almost said Maroon, Maroon 5. five. Oh, I would never Lord. go to a Maroon 5 concert. And I don't let this get out, but I've seen them twice. But they were both opening acts. I saw I them. saw them open for the, for Rolling, the Rolling Stones. For the Rolling Stones at Comerica Park. They were horrible. It was Well, they're not an opening act. Where did you act, see them? I saw them open for John Mayer, as a matter of fact, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, back in 19... Oh, heck, I don't know. It had been... It was in the 90s. Oh. No, maybe it was, eh, well, whatever. It was near the turn of the century. <laughs> and it was weird because <laughs> they, I, we knew who they were. My kids knew them. And they had a thing after the show. They were going to be out in the hallway, you know, in the walkway, the aisleway or whatever, signing autographs and stuff. And I remember walking by them. I didn't want their autographs. Who, you know, wow. who cares? But look yeah. At you. And now look at them, you know, they're big stars and blah, blah, right. blah. No. Adam Levine and whatnot. But no, we're not seeing. We're no. Not seeing, we're seeing Matchbox we're seeing 20. Matchbox 20. It was this was With Rob Thomas. The 2020 concert. Yeah, it was the 20th anniversary on the 20, yeah, years. 2020, 2020 concert. And I'm having a bit of FOMO, Uh fear of missing out. Yeah, because of Taylor Swift. Yes, because Ah. Taylor Swift is going to be here next week, and I would like to go see her. Yeah, well. And my daughter said the same thing. Yeah, well. And I'm just very, very sad because there's zero tickets available. Taylor, if you're listening, huge fan. (laughs) Huge fan. Taylor, I don't need a ticket, but yeah, she she does. Ticketmaster just completely broke when those tickets went out. And put her in a bad light, unfortunately. Yeah, that wasn't her fault. But I've been watching her shows on TikTok. She's amazing. I guess. She's so personable. She loves her fans. Yeah, well, they've done her well. Yeah. Yeah, so she still seems pretty grounded. Which is a good thing. Yeah, so I will not be there next week unless Taylor comes through with some (laughs) tickets. I'll be your favorite psychic medium. There you go. Get a free reading. Lifetime free reading. Oh, my goodness. Of course, I'm going to be seeing Alice Cooper open for Rob Zombie in September. You won't be with me on that one. I will not. No. It's, I, I love you. Yeah, but you've seen Alice enough. I've seen Rob. Yes, you have. And I fell asleep. And yes, you did. So, you know, I don't think I'm welcomed anymore. No. Have you ever fallen asleep during a concert? Yeah, ACDC. <laughs> For those about to rock, and that's why I'm, I can't hear out of my left ear. Because when I said, so I was about to rock, fire, and the fake cannons went off, and I jumped out of my chair because I was asleep, and... My ear was ringing, and it has never gotten better. I have likely fallen asleep during... Oh, I fell asleep briefly during um, Joe Jackson. 
I could see that, but not me, because I love Joe Jackson. I, there are probably a few shows that I've kind of fallen asleep at, but I do distinctly remember ACDC. Yeah. That's yeah. odd, though. Yeah, that is very odd. But and then I also fell asleep but during Rob Zombie, so there you have it. There you so, have it. So, I don't know. And you couldn't, and Rob Zombie had opened for Ozzy Osbourne on that tour when you saw him. It's true. And Ozzy wouldn't let you fall asleep because he kept saying, stand up! Yep, with some explicits. With some very bad F words. Yes. Stand up. But did I stand up? No. no. I did not. Because I don't like when people tell me what to tell do. Tell you what to do. Even those on stage. I Don't tell me to sing your song. <laughs> don't tell me to sing your song, do you Garth hear, Brooks. Do you hear that, Garth Brooks? Don't. Now let me hear this side sing. <laughs> now I'm going to run across the stage and say, this side can sing. He apparently has a residency in... Vegas and every show is supposed to be different because everybody's different there singing the song. Different song, yeah. yeah. Right. It's and then I've heard Shania Twain's concerts are a hot mess. Oh, I don't even think about that. I, I would never go anyway. No. But even yeah. in her heyday, I could have cared less. It was pretty bad. It's been pretty bad. Mm, not not for me, thanks. No. I've had enough. So yeah, I, I think we've we're seeing foreigner. We're seeing yeah. I don't even remember who else. Seeing Barry Manilow. How oh, about we are that? Seeing Barry Manilow. I have not seen him in forty some years. I am a fan of Low. And I'm gonna see Barry Manilow. Yes, I am. My mom loved it. Barry Manilow. We had a cat that we actually named Mandy, Mandy <laughs> from the song, and yeah. So I'm excited. I think I saw him the first time I was straight out of high school. So it was like 1980. So wow, crazy. Yeah. Well, before he dies, yeah. These are we gotta look at the these artists gotta before, see them before they they're die. Gone. That's why I saw Elton John in his farewell tour. Isn't it a sad? Times. Or yeah. before we die? I before don't know. We, yeah, either way. <laughs> so God forbid. But yeah, you're right. And then we have a pet. Not really a pet, but. We have a pet groundhog that we call Georgie. George. Now, we actually think Georgie's Georgia. Yeah. Because now there's a baby. There's a little Georgie. <laughs> Georgie Jr. is under the shed, and she popped out head last night. I said, George. George came out, and then the little one came out afterwards and looked at me and said, oops, got to go back. So he feeds it whatever. Whatever. He gives, I give him mm, leftovers. He gives right to, like, Breakfast in bed. Yeah. I've never in our entire years of marriage <laughs> ever gotten breakfast in bed. And yet the groundhog gets it every flipping day. I, I go out in the morning. I go over to the shed and say, Georgie. And he pops Pops out. his head out. And I toss him some food. So here you go. But do I get breakfast? No, I you don't, don't get lunch in bed. I don't get dinner in bed. I know. You, you get Chuck in bed. <laughs> Chuck roast. Even better. <laughs> Lucky me. Lucky you. Lucky me. Okay, well, tomorrow, you know, when I, after I'm done feeding George, I'll give you some breakfast in bed. Maybe you'll want some, some Twinkies and some, yeah, some hamburger buns and I don't. maybe cold pizza, whatever I've got left on the counter that I give him. I'll save some for you. I do not. No. Mm. So I think that summer's here. Summer is here. Like you said, it's almost 90 today. It will be 90 towards the end of the week. No rain for another, I don't know, they're talking at least like another a week. week. I actually love rainy days. Yeah, I do too, especially when it's hot like this because it cools it down 
as long as it rains for a long time and does not heat it up, heat it up, get steamy again. So if it rains at two or three in the afternoon and then all of a sudden the sun's back up at five, then we're really in for it. Yeah. I don't like that. I do. I like, I like a rainy night. Wow. That sounds like an Eddie Rabbit song. It does. He's Is gone he alive? too. I know he's not. He passed away. I think he had cancer too, as a matter of fact. I did see Eddie Rabbit once, so I saw him, I think, at the Michigan State Fair. He and uh, I saw Ronnie Millsap there. So I have seen country artists long before I ever met you. I like Ronnie Millsap a lot. Yeah, I like both of them. I bet you most of the people that are listening to this have no idea who either of That's those true. artists are. There's a stranger in my house and any day now. I really love Ronnie Mill. I still like Ronnie Millsap. I guess he's got a residency or a place, his own theater. And was it Branson, Missouri? Oh yeah, I believe so. Because Kenny but, Rogers yeah. did too. Yeah, I think he did too. I know and Andy Glenn Williams. Campbell there's a lot of them there. Something like that. I, yeah, I think Glenn Campbell had one there too before it passed. Yeah, I a don't know if it's a thing anymore. We'll have to look it up. They call that the Redneck Riviera, Branson. It's like Vegas. It's not Vegas. Yeah, it's for retirees. But yeah, Eddie Rabbit, I Love a Rainy Night. Which was a good song. Eddie Money's also passed. Yep, I saw him many times. And he used to open our Pine Knob. Yep, our, our concert venue here. He would open and close it. They yeah. would have the first show of the year in May would be Eddie uh, Money, and then the last show in September. Yeah. But he's gone too. They always give, you know, credit. They give, like, homage to him. And he loved Detroit. Detroit loved him. He figured that was, I knew he's from New York, but this was like his hometown. I saw him many times open for so many people, but when, uh, I guess it was the Rolling Stones. No, it was the Who. I saw the Who on their first farewell tour at the Pontiac Silverdome, and it was Eddie Money, The Clash, and then the Who. And he was mad because he was so popular in Detroit that he had to go on before The Clash. But the logic at that time was the Who were kind of like bad boys of rock. So they were handing over the baton or whatever to the Clash, who they considered, you know, kind of the same same vein of music. And Eddie Money didn't quite fit there. So I n- remember Wasn't he was really Wasn't the Clash a little off. bit more alternative, though? No, not really. Well, maybe a little bit because it was like... for like, that time? The, yeah. Should I stay or should I go now and rock the Casbah? Yeah, it's a little... I would consider but they were But they were punks, kind of like... The Who was, in a way. You know, I mean, they weren't the Rolling Stones, but, you know, smashing See, instruments and I would have put them in the category of, like, the Kinks. Like, they were a little bit of that. Too. I saw them. They were really good. I wish they'd come again, but, you know, the brothers. The was Davies Eddie brothers. Money an alcoholic, though? Was he I don't drunk? know. I know he used to be a cop, and he played the saxophone. Oh. His real name was Eddie Mahoney, but Eddie oh. Money sounded better. And up in lights, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I like, you know, I always liked them, but. I might have to look that up. I don't mean to spread rumors about Eddie Money. Yeah, starting rumors. Eddie Money, God forbid, he's passed on. Don't haunt me, Eddie. I hope he didn't die of uh, alcohol poisoning. I don't know, but what did he? Probably cancer, right? More than likely. Seems like, I don't want to say anything because. Alcoholism. I I, I don't want to, I don't want to jinx anything. I would like to not be haunted. That's true. By him. He'll be singing in your sleep, Take Me Home Tonight. Oh, I'm not going to sing, but I do like a lot of his songs. He was always good. Like I said, I saw him open for, like, Boston. Two Tickets to Paradise. You see, like that picture there, that's not what it used to look like. I I guess he probably had face work and whatnot, like everybody has in rock and roll in Hollywood. 
I, well, he was from Queens. Right, New York. They said he used to be a cop. He became a cop. Yeah. Then he pursued, because he wanted long hair, it says. <laughs> so, and the police did not allow him to grow his hair long. Sad. So, I know, right? Then he went to Berkeley, California, where he studied with a vocal coach. Yeah. And took on the state name Eddie Money. That's it. So, there you go. There you go. You learn something new every There's day. There's all about Eddie Money that you ever needed to know. God bless you, Eddie Money. Um... In 1980, after drinking vodka, Uh-oh. he overdosed. So I knew that there was some story. Something to do with the alcohol. The alcohol. Yeah, he suffered damage and was mm. unable to walk for months and then had a permanent limp because of it. Yeah, I think I so, remember that part of it. See, I wasn't spreading rumors at no, all. No. Um, he went through the 12-step program to deal with his drinking in 2001. And then 2003, he was clean and sober. So. Yeah, I, I went with a, one of our best friends from childhood, Danny O'Connor. He and I went to see him at Pine Knob, and it was raining. They let everybody, we had p- pavilion seats, but they let everybody on the lawn come down the pavilion because it was raining so hard. Oh, that was nice. So, they yeah, did that some... when we saw um, the cars. Yeah. Um, he died from esophageal cancer from all that smoking that yeah, he had Yeah, I smoked done. a lot. I remember those days. So, but then I guess there was a wrongful death lawsuit at the hospital too Uh-oh. for something to do with pneumonia yeah. and uh, heart there's always a lawsuit somebody <sighs> famous passes on and someone's got to get some money out of it yeah. sad but true yeah but yeah rest in peace eddie money there you go he's been gone several years so many 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 moons no not 2019 well, that's, wasn't that maybe, long ago i'll see what, four years ago. well four years times 12 months, so that's like 48 moons. I guess that is a lot of moons. It's a lot of moons. It's a lot of moons. Think about it. Full moons, new moons. It's all moons. All moons. All moons all the time. (laughs) Moons, moons, and there we go, back to the who. Money and moons. I didn't see the who with Keith Moon, though. I saw him with Kenny Jones on drums. Poor Keith Moon had already passed away. I don't know. I never really followed the who. That was long before your time. Who? Who? The Guess Who. No, that's no, another Who. That's another Who. I love the Guess Who. Oh, mm. boy. Breakfast in bed. Breakfast yeah. in bed. Breakfast in America. Oh, no, that's South Supertramp. I right. love eggs. She loves eggs. I don't like eggs. I don't do eggs. We're not doing eggs. She's not getting eggs. <laughs> Pancakes. Pancakes. I can flap some jacks for you. Yeah, Maybe. You could drive through McDonald's. There you go. Microwave pancakes always taste great. (laughs) They are not bad. No, they're not. They're not my favorite. You know what? You put syrup on enough syrup on stuff, it's... It's going to hide everything anyway. I don't know. We went to Leo's. We have a Coney Island here. And those that aren't in Michigan don't really know what Coney Islands are. But we had a Coney Island here and it's a franchise called Leo's. Yes. And I had gotten... French toast. You French got toast. Me French. Actually, yep. remember they didn't give me French toast, yep. and then you had to like go back and I had, had to, to get back. the French toast. Yeah, it was so bad. It was like it was awful. It was, it was like freezer French. To- like I should have just had you go to the grocery store and get me some. And I don't do French toast. You know why I don't do French toast? Because there's eggs in it. They dip it in eggs. But I make a cake and you eat that. It's a whole different world. You don't dip the cake in eggs. You just put <laughs> eggs in the mix. Eggs are in the mix. Like in a meatloaf or whatever. You put eggs in that. But 
you don't dip it in the eggs, so. Yeah, well, if you do it right, then you don't have, like, scrambled eggs on your bread. <sighs> yeah, but I'll stick with the, the pancakes. I don't like waffles, either. I love waffles. You see, I'm not a breakfast person. Don't like eggs. Don't like waffles. Crepes. Don't like French toast. No. 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 Flapjacks. Just toast and Take me to IHOP. Take me to IHOP. I'll be happy. What I like you, toast, oh, and, yeah. toast and sausage. That's my favorite. And maybe potatoes if you got them. Okay. <laughs> I can't remember your grandfather's <laughs> name. Or your great, Victor. yeah, Victor. Tell that story real fast. Oh, jeez. My grandfather was married many, many, many times. Many moons. Always, always had to have a lady. Loved the ladies. So he hooked up, I guess, with his old best friend's widow after his best friend passed away. And this is, like, he had to been in the 70s, I would imagine. Married this woman. That's not far off from us, That's though. true. Took her down to Florida, to his home in Florida. And the first morning there, yep. He and his son, Junior, they came to the table and told her the order for breakfast. And I said, well, take some ham, some eggs, some toast, biscuits, whatever, and potatoes if you got them. And she says, you know, I didn't marry you to be a short-order cook or whatever. And the next thing you know, he had her butt back on a train back up to Michigan and had that stupid marriage annulled. I was going to say, did they annul that? Yep, they annulled it. He annulled it. He said, oh, enough. Did he get someone after her? I don't think that he did. But I got a lot of funny stories with him and women. I can tell you that. <laughs> oh, we'll have to say it for another episode. Oh, boy. Yeah, because he was kind of ticked off because she wouldn't eat oleo, which for old people, that's margarine. I guess we don't even think about it. We don't even call anymore. it margarine but anymore. But in the old days, yep, never saw a woman that didn't want to eat oleo. Oh, yeah. A lot of stories. Yeah. We have to give you the Victor Van Etten stories one of these days. I'm going to have to look up to see how many times he was married on Ancestry.com. Enough. Let's see. It was Doris, my grandmother. Then it was Jenny. She was a drunk. And then it was Marge. And then it was this woman, whoever she was. Could have been another or two in there somewhere, too. So he was married like seven times? Well, I know he's married at least four. <laughs> you can't tell the players what a scorecard. And you wondered what happened to your mother the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. If oh, you no. really look at that. And, and then my grandfather's first wife, my grandmother, Doris. Yeah, she was married. Let's see. It was Victor. Then it was Warren. And then it was Louie. I guess she was only married three times. Back then, that was. Well, when my, yeah, my, my, my kids, my mother, they were kids. Yeah, people didn't get divorced in those days. No. It was shameful. It was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Can't do that back in the. I have people 30s, 40s. that will come through from the other side to their family and say that they were married before their father. Yeah. And they're like, no. And then they research it and they find that, yes, that did happen. Or they even have kids. They yeah. had kids and they had gave them up for adoption. Or sometimes the client is actually the first husband's child but is raised with the dad that isn't their dad, but they they believe that it's their father. And I've had that happen. Yeah, my mother was married before she married my father. Because dead people do tell tales. They can when they know Christy on the other side. <laughs> so they sometimes don't. Sometimes they're like, I'm they not talking it, about this. No, they keep it tight-lipped. But sometimes they are like... Your dad isn't really your dad. 
and it's now it's not all the time, uh, but a, it has happened a few it's times. It's a bad episode of Maury. It sounds like a Sylvia Brown thing, but yeah, it sometimes does. It's a crazy world. Years ago, I had a guy that came in, and I said, you have a daughter, and he said, I do not, and I said, you have a daughter who's living, and he's like, I do not, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty sure you have a daughter, so he ended up doing one of those DNA tests and like a year later came to me with his daughter. It was a high school girl that he never knew he had gotten pregnant. Wow. And she never told. Mm. She was raised, the daughter was raised by the husband as being the father. And then she, her mother had passed away, who was actually the one telling me that Oh, had so he, a daughter. You, you get a scoop from on the other I side. did. And so he was really thrilled, though, that he had a daughter. But, like, he lost 30 years. Wow. Which is really sad. It is sad. But, yeah. So sometimes they can help with ancestry. Well, Not all the time, but sometimes. All Depends on if they want to talk. Thankfully, I don't get any anonymous Father's Day cards in the mail. So I'm good. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Although my father did tell you after we got married that you Somehow, some way, I've got a legitimate brother out yeah. there. One day it'll show up. And, and it probably will. Yeah. But I have, I, I don't care. I have no interest in it. That's not my problem. That was his problem. That was not my problem. Yeah, and I'm not making it my problem. His stuff that he has right. to deal with. Right. Not me. You know. So here's family time with Chuck. <laughs> oh, we've got so many stories. But on that note, on that we note, will have you wait until next episode. Ne- next episode, I'll give you some juicy tidbits. We'll fill you in with another Victor Van Etten story. Victor, Chuck Robnett Sr. Yeah, there's a lot of stories. Oh, boy. So many stories. So thanks for waiting for this exciting episode exciting, of a Robinette Stoss. Juicy episode. <laughs> My name's Christy. And I'm Chuck. And this is the Robinette Stoss. See you until next time. Peace. I believe in you. Thanks again for listening to The Robinette's Nest with Chuck and Christy Robinette. Be sure to subscribe and tune in for the next episode.